to the Thrive in China podcast with me, Christina Kohler-Kaluccia from Woodburn Accountants and Advisors. Our daily episodes on solving your China business pain points are there to help China leaders, managers, and entrepreneurs with the daily struggles they may be facing while setting up and operating in China. We look at corporate administrative battles, such as tax planning, incorporation, accounting, HR issues, as well as cultural and language nuances that may occur. Please share the link to our episode. Our mission is to help as many people who are struggling to do business in the China market. If you would like to schedule a call, please click on the link in the comments section of the episode. And if you would like to learn more about Woodburn Accountants and Advisors, then head on over to our website at woodburnglobal.com. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Solving Your China Business Pain Points. My name is Christina Kohler-Kaluccia. I'm the Head of Business Advisory at Woodburn Accountants and Advisors. And in today's episode, we are going to be looking at whether China is actually open to foreign investment. Now, China's openness to foreign investment has evolved significantly over the years, with the Chinese government gradually liberalizing its policies to attract more foreign capital and expertise. In today's episode, I'm going to highlight some of the aspects, excuse me, some of the aspects of China's openness to foreign investment. The first one is foreign investment laws and regulations. China has established a legal framework for foreign investment, including laws such as the foreign investment law and the regulations on the administration of foreign funded enterprises. These laws aim to create a more transparent, more predictable environment for foreign investors. Number two is the negative list. Now, China maintains a negative list approach, which outlines sectors where foreign investment is restricted or prohibited. Over time, the negative list has been shortened, allowing greater access to foreign investors in various industries. There are still sectors, such as the telecommunications sector, that are restricted for foreign investment. The third one is encouraged industries. Now, in addition to the negative list, China has a list of industries in which foreign investment is encouraged. These sectors often include high tech, green, sustainable technologies, and service sectors like finance, healthcare, and education. The fourth is ownership and control. In many sectors, the Chinese government has completely relaxed restrictions on foreign ownership and control of businesses. For example, foreign investors can now own a larger stake joint venture in certain industries or in some cases even establish their own fully controlled, fully funded companies. The fifth is the free trade zones. Now, China has established numerous free trade zones in cities like Shanghai, Shenzhen, Tianjin, Suzhou, Beijing. And these zones offer preferential policies and regulatory flexibility to attract foreign investment and most importantly, to promote international trade, i.e. import into China, export from China. The sixth is intellectual property protection. China has obviously made efforts to strengthen IP protection, which is still to this day a major concern for new foreign investors and the old China experienced hands. 
Now, what they have done is that they have enhanced IP rights. They have enhanced the IP enforcement. They've also created specific courts to help foreign investors sue against IP hijackers and IP infringers. Number seven is streamlined approval processes. Now, the Chinese government has taken steps to streamline approval processes for foreign investments, reducing certain bureaucratic hurdles and processing times. It is still longer to set up an entity in China than in other jurisdictions, but compared to 2003, so over 20 years of having done this on a day-to-day -day basis, it has hugely improved over time. The eighth one is access to financial markets. Now, foreign investors have now gained access to China's financial markets through programs like the QFII and the RQFII. These programs allow foreign institutions to invest in Chinese stocks as well as in bonds. Number nine is the bilateral investment treaties. Now, China has signed bilateral investment treaties with numerous countries to provide protection as well as incentives to foreign investors. They also have extensive double taxation agreements with other jurisdictions, which also aims to help uh, or, or lessen um, the liability on taxes in both jurisdictions. Number 10 is the strengthened dispute resolution. Now, some people will debate upon this, but China has established mechanisms for the resolution of investment disputes, such as arbitration and mediation. This has all been to provide a fair and transparent process for conflict resolution. And number 11 is national treatment. Now, China generally provides national treatment to foreign invested companies, meaning they should be treated on par with domestic companies in terms of access to resources, licenses, approvals. This is still not fully the case, although this is something that China is promoting. But being in the corporate services sector and dealing with this on a day-to-day -day basis, we still do see these differences. Now, it is really important to note that while China has made significant strides in opening up to foreign investment, challenges and complexities still exist, especially in sectors related to national security, sensitive technologies, media, telecommunications, etc. The regulatory and policy changes can occur. Potential foreign investors should stay informed about the latest developments. They should seek legal and financial advice when considering investments into China. Now, if you do have any questions about whether is China is open to foreign investment or just generally about market entry into China, we're going to provide you a link to our diary. You can set up a free 15-minute call. We will see if we can be of assistance. And if we can't, we hope to then be able to guide you in the right direction that you can get the answers that you need. If you enjoyed today's video, please do press that like button, share it. We are aiming to get more visibility both on YouTube as well as in the podcast realm. Um, and we need you to be proactive and share and like as much as possible. Our mission is to help as many foreign investors, leaders, entrepreneurs avoid the most common obstacles that pop along on their China journey. We want foreign investors to succeed as efficiently, as profitable as possible. And if you would like to learn more about what we do at Woodburn Accountants and Advisors, head on over to our website at woodburnglobal.com. You will find a full list of our services together with additional free resources in the form of short updates, short articles about all the latest updates in the tax legal realm, 
as well as um, ebooks and links to our podcast, as well as our YouTube channels. We thank you for joining us today. Take care and goodbye.